Is is that how it works? <laughs> is that like oh, when your when your bowels are so like they're so full, and then you evacuate them? Does it give you like? It's like you know more- when you're really full and like you feel like you can't do anything, you feel weighed down by it. Well, well like yeah, kind of that. Well, yeah, but I mean, I always thought that was like physically. Like you can't stand or you don't want to walk, but it's not like you you can't think. What happens to the body affects the mind, Eric. There's a very real link between mental and physical. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Older But Not Smarter. I am Eric, and as per usual, I am joined by my best bud here. Danny! Danny! Danny Rojas! I just finished Ooh. Far Cry 6, and um, yeah, mm-hmm. so Danny Rojas. And also, that reminds me of Ted Lasso, too. So, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso yet, go watch Ted Lasso. Are you? Have you watched Ted Lasso yet, DJ? I've been looking for it, but I can't find it on Amazon or Netflix. Because it's on Apple TV, dummy. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I don't do the Apple thing, so Yeah. Yeah. It's on that it's on <laughs> it's on Apple TV Plus. That's where it is. That's why you can't find it. Anyways, uh today on this episode, we're talking about something that um I think the world lacks, the world sorely lacks, and we're going to talk about empathy. And this is going to be a, I don't know, once again, we're not, uh, we're not experts or anything like that. So, but yeah, I think a lot of people need empathy. I think a lot of people uh, lack empathy. So this is definitely something that the world sorely, sorely needs. Um, anyways, we'll hand it over to DG because she did. Uh, so what DG does is she sends over the questions, um, prior to the, uh, prior to our recording and the questions that she has today are pretty heavy. They're pretty big. So we're going to try our best. DG, go ahead. Take us away. Okay. So as we know, it is like a tradition of mine that we start everything with a definition. So yes. question number one is how would you define empathy? Would you like to take the floor, Eric? Empathy. Empathy, uh, um, I think, is putting yourself in someone else's shoes and trying to trying to identify with how they're feeling in their situation. Mm-hmm. In my mind, empathy is to, like, share the feelings of another person. Like what you said, to put yourself in their shoes. To sort of imagine what it feels like to be them when they're going through something. So, now that we have defined empathy, what is the difference between empathy, sympathy, pity, and compassion? We'll go slowly. So, empathy and sympathy first. 
this is this is the question that I was that I was afraid of because I'm not entirely I, I'm not too sure. Empathy and sympathy. Okay, so we define empathy. I think sympathy is just feeling sorry for the person, and I think it could be. Um, would you would you agree that it's somewhat similar to pity as well? I feel like when it comes to pity, there's like an air of superiority to it. It's like an mm. awe for you, whereas sympathy is sort of like, oh man, I, I I get it. I feel pretty bad for you. Right. Yeah, but I but I guess the 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 big the biggest difference between empathy and sympathy is that sympathy you just feel sorry for the person, but empathy is you actually identify with what they're going through. Or at the very least, you make an effort to try and yeah, I'm gonna I, I feel like I'm gonna say this phrase a lot, but you make an effort to be in their shoes. It's sort of just like a very um there's a separateness to it. Right. It's like I'm not with you, but I see you, you're going through this, and I right. feel that. would you would you say that um that sympathy isn't enough and we always have to empathize with other people the thing is some people can't really empathize and maybe Mm. it's difficult to properly empathize so sympathy is just what you're capable of for the true 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 also your mom is singing oh my gosh What, what song is she singing right now like, oh, that's why you're muting. Yes, no, that's why I'm muting myself. No, that's fine. One, once again, I don't think anyone's gonna complain that that uh, that a beautiful voice is singing in the background. Like, come on. Uh, okay, so what was it? Uh, some uh, sympathy, sympathy, <laughs> uh, sympathy, empathy, um, and uh, and what was the other one? Pity, right? I think we've already done pity though. So yeah, I do agree that pity is. Hmm, maybe somewhat demeaning. I don't know. Do you agree? I mean, I feel like when you pity someone, you come from a place of privilege. Uh, yeah, you come from a place of privilege. You come from, you're, I guess you are considering yourself, you consider yourself better than the person who's um, going through whatever. I think that's what, uh, that's what pity is about. I know, well, I know what else is it? Last one is compassion, which people argue is very close to empathy. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think, DG? I'll let you go first. Well, like, compassion is sort of to suffer together, right? Where you you do try to be in, like, the throes of suffering with someone. Mm. I feel like it's, like very close to empathy without actually being empathy if that makes sense that might sound kind of stupid no uh no no, but i'm i'm curious though so what is what sets them apart empathy is the practice of like really trying to imagine yourself in the other person's suffering whereas Mm -hmm. compassion is like maybe you you don't purposefully imagine yourself in their situation, but you can really feel a lot of concern mm. and like, you know, for them. 
Wouldn't that mean so it's that like a little bit more than sympathy? So if it's like in a scale, you'll have like empathy, compassion, sympathy. Oh, okay. Like okay, that's okay. how I think about it. But that's just like me. I could I could be wrong. Right. I think that compassion drives sympathy. Oh, I think that compassion drives empathy. Sorry. I think that because we have uh I think because we feel compassion for other people that's what drives you to have um uh that's what drives you to have empathy for them. So like you because you're driven with compassion you're then you're the um you're actively trying to think of yourself in this person's um position you're actively trying to think of your uh okay so what wh- how is this person feeling or um if you've already gone through the same thing that this person has like then you feel that oh yeah um i've i'm uh, i know what this person is going through i've been uh, i've been through um i've been through this um in a similar manner so uh yeah i think uh, i think compassion is the root of um of empathy that's what i would that's what i would say i like what you said about how it drives you to empathize cuz mm-hmm. i think with compassion there's sort of you want to alleviate their suffering right. so i think compassion is more of like i get your pain i want it to stop for you or like mm-hmm. i want to do what i can to like ease it whereas empathy is just like you're imagining that suffering you know what i mean like oh i'm with you on this where it's not so much as a focus of like i want to alleviate this feeling for you right does that make sense like the yeah yeah yeah, difference? yeah 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 i i understand although i would i would say also that if you're usually right i i don't know if you would if you'd agree with me on this but if usually when we empathize with someone you are already driven to like you want to make it uh you want to make it better for them you 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 want to be there for them or at least like um at least help them out because i don't think um i don't think you would is is it possible to empathize with someone and be like oh well i get where i get where you're coming from and that's it like i'm i'm not going to try and help you <laughs> like i have no desire that's to that's more like, sympathy yeah um no but i think with empathy at least for me is to to really try and understand the suffering as opposed to acknowledging it right cuz i think i just acknowledging it would be like sympathy like oh for you right and like you said empathy is like oh you've gone through a similar experience so like i'm actually here with you on this like i know how you feel yeah. and then for me i would add compassion on top of that which would be like now that i'm empathizing with you i really want to try to alleviate the pain so to yeah. me to help me understand it i like separating it but i will agree that when you empathize with someone there is that sort of desire to help them by letting them know they're not alone because like oh yeah i understand how you're feeling but i would say compassion is sort of like where you actively like okay now that i've acknowledged your pain and i i understand what you're going through you sort of help provide coping mechanisms on top of alleviating their suffering their suffering just by saying i understand what you've gone through and i i felt 
like this before. And I feel this way now because I see you and I, I'm reflecting how you feel or something like that. Yeah. Oh, what, that was what happened? No, 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 that's fine. I think that's good. What, what, what do you think we should do when, when, like you said, there are times when you can't really empathize with someone and the maximum you can try, uh, the maximum you could do is sympathize with them. And I do, um, it is true in, I do think that's true in some respects. Uh, I mean, going back to what we talked about in the episode of suicide and depression. Yeah. I don't think anyone, I think I've mentioned that no one is going to understand what people who've had those thoughts, no one would understand what they've gone through unless they themselves have gone through it. Even though people are just going to say like, Oh yeah. I, uh, like, um, I understand what you're going through or, or they're trying to understand what you're going through, but they really won't fully understand. So what do we, uh, what do you think we do when, yeah, the maximum amount that we could do is like just sympathize. I think this is where you can show compassion mm. because it's not really empathizing. It, you get compassion also falls in between like, what you can do beyond sympathizing so you can be if you're compassionate be like hey if you ever want to talk to someone like you can i'm just a call away or you can yeah. or if someone like got kicked out you'd be like oh you can you can stay at my house or you, you need or if someone's food. hungry like, you can feed parents, them like, yeah have, exactly yeah like yeah you know what i yeah, mean feed them. where yeah, it's you like know. you're it's compassion i feel like is an act i would say or like a a state of existence where you're like actively trying to help them you know I like it. I know a, state, a, a state of existence i like that <laughs> no but 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 yeah i do i do agree that um yeah there are times when we can't fully understand what they're going through and i think this goes back to um like just from a personal experience uh, what my pastor told me when I was going through that stuff that I was going through and all she told me was, Hey, I don't understand what you're going through, but I'm here with you and I'm going to, you know, uh, I'm going to go with you through it. And yeah, so that wasn't, um, that wasn't necessarily empathy, even though maybe she was trying to, she was trying to understand what I was going through. She was trying to put, um, herself in my shoes but she just can't you know there are really just uh there are really times when you really just can't um no matter how hard we try but that doesn't mean that we give up and that doesn't mean we just like you know what oh whatever or we just ignore people's feelings or whatever uh or whatever um yeah so that's why her words uh when she told me that yeah, I don't understand what you're going through, but I'm. Uh, but I'll. I'll be here for you. Um, we'll go through it together. Yeah, that was something that really. Um, that was something that I really needed at that time, and I think that's what we could do, even if we don't necessarily understand what people, um, are going through, even if it doesn't compute in our heads. Yeah. So it's like showing compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why that's why i was kind of like the when English i saw this language is very difficult yeah no no when i saw this question i was like "Ooh, this is this is kind of um yeah this is uh 
not complicated, but it's like this big, this challenging. So speaking of it being difficult to empathize with people sometimes, have there been times where you found it difficult to empathize with someone? If so, like what happened? Uh, yeah, I th- there, there are times when it is when it is challenging. There are a lot of times when it's challenging. Like, um, okay, so let's just um, just take a very like a very common example. Some something that would be okay. Something that might be controversial, but I won't. I won't be. I, I won't be specific. But let's say something like politics, right? And whoever you and then whoever you vote for or whatever, um, it's already um, people already have this assumption of who you are because you voted for so-and-so and and all that, because it means that, okay, these are your beliefs. These are, uh, this is what you, um, this is uh, what you think is right. That's why you voted that person. But people rarely, and I'm not taking like any political side here or whatever. And anyways, we're in, we're in Thailand. I'm not talking about like, (laughs) <laughs> but but even like you see it everywhere you see it in the philippines you see it in, uh you see it in, even in the in the u.s uh but people just judge the other side like okay you voted for this guy you're this you voted for this guy you're that but then they never really take the time to un- to try and talk with the other with other people and try to understand hey where are you coming from like why in the world yeah okay so like maybe you can't understand maybe it doesn't compute that why did you vote for that guy when that guy is you know dumb or stupid or whatever and you have all these opinions but then they never take the time to try and understand why these people actually came to the conclusion that hey you know what i'm gonna vote for that guy all they all all we do all all we do is just we um uh we 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 just we just judge them and i find myself for me there are times when I also do that when when it doesn't compute with me. Like, okay, why would uh, why would a person like do that? Why would a person say that? And the thing that I the easiest thing for me to do is to just judge it and just do and just make assumptions. You know, oh, the reason why they believe this way is because oh, they're uh, they're this, they're that. But it's so much harder, and I think that's why people lack empathy because empathy takes work because it 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 challenges you to actually open up and have conversations with people that might be difficult and for you to actually humble yourself and actually admit that maybe there are some things that maybe you're wrong about. So you just open up and then you're, and then you're like, okay, so let me, um, let me hear what, uh, what other people have to say. So yeah, for me, uh, for me, I find myself doing that in a lot, in a lot of things. And um, even as a, even for me as a, as a, as a Christian. Yeah. There are times when I would just like, it would be so easy because it's so easy. It's so easy to judge people, you know, <laughs> it, like it, it, in the way they dress or whatever, it, whatever they say or whatever they post on Facebook. It's like, it's so easy, you know? Um, and I would just find myself, um, I would just find God like telling me like, okay, Hey, yay, Hey, you're doing it again. Like slow down. You don't know that person. 
you need to chill. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's for me. Did I answer the question? <laughs> I mean, not exactly, <laughs> but you did. Um, you did bring up a very important point where I do think empathy is more difficult, and it does take a degree of. First of all, emotional intelligence, self-awareness, accountability, yeah. and sort of the emotional tools to like express the language of your feelings or and yeah. their feelings maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um I I can't really okay, so I can't really pinpoint a specific um instance, but I do find myself um I do find myself lacking empathy for people like who I don't understand where they're coming from. But I guess that's what empathy is all about. Empathy is all about you, you try to understand where these people are coming from. Um, yeah. So uh, a lot of instances, it would be much easier for me to just judge people uh, than actually do the work and, uh, and try and understand where they're coming from. How about you, DG? Do you have a specific instance? Uh, I mean, in the past, I used to have a very difficult time empathizing with people when they like go through breakups. I just feel like, oh, <laughs> that's yeah. really sad. And then I went through one and now I completely understand like sort of the betrayal, the, 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 the shattering of your self-worth, like the grief, like the haunting of memories or whatever. oh my like, gosh places places aren't just places songs aren't just songs right like your mind reads everything and you're like this is actually crazy why are you so emo in my head right now and you're like right. you know logically like it's just your brain like wanting you to sit in the emotion of everything yeah. and like there's oh this gosh. other part of your brain that's like i know i feel like this because of what happened but it's like why are you, why are you in the mood all the time to be sad? And it's like insane. So I just I just remembered um, John Mulaney made this joke. I forget which special it was, but he was saying something about he couldn't understand why people would want uh, why people kill other people, and then he got cheated on, <laughs> and he was like, well. Oh, I, I get it now. And he's like, I'm not going to do it, but I, I get it now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not that I'm alluding to the fact of wanting to murder someone because they hurt me in no, no, an emotional way. No, no, no. DG would way. never do that. I've never DG is that not way. that kind of person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. That's not that, that. That that's. I'm not. I'm. I'm not uh, pinning that on you. I'm not saying that's how DG feels. Okay. Just, uh, just, just clarifying. DG did mention like a, dep a depressive side of Tumblr, and I do remember like scrolling through, like stuff about. You know, that's where people rant. That's where people post. It's an outlet, and uh, mm -hmm. so I was going through yeah self-deprecating stuff and like not even just humor but just like really seriously self-deprecating bore and then going to like really really dark stuff and so i was scrolling through that yeah. and i remember like thinking wow i can't believe they're going through this not knowing a few years later i'm gonna be the same i'm gonna be one of them i'm gonna be one of those people who would be posting uh, uh on tumblr like all um all those things
So yeah, I remember like yeah, feeling sympathy for them. I really felt compassion for them, but I didn't understand what they were going through until I ah uh, I I went through it myself. Would you agree that empathy can be learned? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Okay. Um. So oh, sorry. Continue. Okay. Oh no, no. I'm just. Uh, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, because yeah, like me scrolling through those posts i didn't understand what they were going through until i went through it myself so i learned like oh okay and i think i think empathy um there are times when empathy you do need to make the like i said it's uh it's an action it's an active thing that you have to do if you want to feel uh there are times when if you want if you want to empathize with someone you have to actively like learn about their situation learn about um learn about what they're going through yeah in the realm of talking about like learning about empathy, starting with your parents, like, did you feel empathy from them growing up? And is that how you learn empathy or is empathy something you had to take on on your own? Ah, I think um, it, it's good that you bring up like parents, because I don't know if you agree. Uh, I think you'll agree with me <laughs> um, after what we after what you previously talked about before <laughs> with your mom. <laughs> Um, there's, there's really, uh, the age gap really, um, there is a challenge there. There's a challenge there in, in terms of empathy. Um, that's why, you know, we make fun of like phrases of like, oh, in my day or you kids and all that. Um, so there was there was uh there was a degree of that with with my parents and me and i think that's normal um i think it's normal that sometimes they don't uh, they didn't like maybe get or understand what um not what i was um maybe some some of what i was going through but also like okay why do you like that or why are you into that kind of stuff i don't um i don't know but I did learn empathy from uh, I did learn empathy from them to some degree. I did, um, or at the very least, or uh, I mean, at the very least, I did. Uh, I learned how to be compassionate from them, um, and uh, I think also like my parents. They all they also came from uh, they came from families who are not very wealthy, um, especially my especially my mom. So um, that was something that you know, and and then I and then I saw them like, um, especially on my mom's side, um, her with her siblings who are also struggling um, in poverty and all that. Um, I saw I saw them like really try to also help them. So um, seeing that, I yeah, I think even though I wasn't really maybe aware of it. It taught me. It taught me how to, uh, how to empathize. But also, as I grew up and as I started to, you know, even um, even in church, as I also learned, really, okay, wait, um, <laughs> wait, let me, okay. As I grew up, and I started to know and understand who Jesus is more and more in my relationship with Him. I also started to realize that the 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 best model for compassion, for mercy, for empathy was um, is Jesus Christ. 
and yeah if you you're gonna go if you're gonna if you're gonna live life with you know that wwjd what would jesus do that's the ultimate thing and so i really wanted to i really wanted to seek to understand like what other people were going through because that's what he did like you would you you read the gospels and you see jesus like talking with quote unquote sinners people who people who were considered um like outcasts or uh who were prejudged by people and these were the people he was talking to these were the people he was relating to and strangely enough these people were drawn to him as well and so that's so that was so like that really was implanted in my head because a lot of times I see a lot of Christians like pointing the finger and all and everyone else outside the church, like running away. But instead there's Jesus who would be dining with all these people and, you know, and people would be drawn to him. And so that's, um, and then that's where really for me, I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to be like that. I, I, I want to be able to talk with people, understand them and not like put up a wall and like be, and like make them think that, Hey, I'm better than you and all that. So yeah, that was a long answer. I'm sorry. It was nice. <laughs> um, DG? but yeah, on, on my side, I, I do agree uh, with like what you mentioned about, you know, the age gap, and like our parents grew up in a different time yeah and like my mom definitely falls on the more judgmental side <laughs> i feel like that's a very filipino parent thing i don't know if it's just yeah I'm, yes I, I yes i'd be judgmental because it's but filipino parents are it's 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 like their thing their little their little niche um <laughs> i think all asian parents are Asian parents, yeah, specifically Asian parents, I feel, yeah. are quite judgmental. It's just the Asian culture in general. It's a very judgmental culture. That's true. Um, that is true. That's very, very, very true. Yeah. But what I will say is I would agree that I did learn compassion and empathy uh, to an extent from my parents. Like, my mom does have a very caring heart, like, I remember in Hua Hin, when she used to live there and work there, she was like, oh, every night I, I get like a free meal from, from my workplace. And instead of eating it, she just gives it to this dog that lives near her wow. apartment. That's like a stray dog. She's like, yeah, I feel bad. He's like, he has like, you can see his bones. And one she was someday she'll be like, oh, I, it was kind of cold. So I bought him like a handkerchief collar. Oh my <laughs> like, God, that's really so sweet. adorable. <laughs> And, like, sometimes she'd be like, oh, there was, like, this lady seller, like, selling, like, rice cakes on the street. And she was sort of being like, oh, like, can you buy stuff? And I felt bad for her. So I just, like, bought stuff because I, I wanted her to have money so she can, you know, live her life. And I was like, oh, mom. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So my mom does have, like, a very caring and compassionate heart. And my dad is a doctor. And empathy is sort of, like, required this to thing. be a doctor. Right. Yeah. And so he'd always be like, ah, oh, these patients, they're suffering, you know, this patient, you know, the, they passed away and they're like the family had to go through all the suffering and like in detail as a child, I would be exposed to so much like, uh, acts of empathy or caring and compassion. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of 
where I got that, but the empathy where you like have to understand where someone is coming from, like really try to, instead of just like looking at a person at face value, really think of like everything you know about them, like where they're raised, what they might've gone through, what you know about them, putting it into context to understand why they might be reacting this way. That's something I feel like I learned myself, whereas it was more compassion from my parents, but like the actual act of trying to understand someone and where they're coming from and why they might have these opinions. I think that's something I learned more myself because I noticed my parents didn't really do it. And I'm, I was, it's almost, it was almost like a rebellious act. Like, but why can't (laughs) you think about it in this way? You know, I'm like, so yeah, sometimes when I catch my mom making a judgy comment, I'm like, I like check her would be like, but what if, you know, this situation and she's like, she kind of goes quiet and be like, yeah, you know, and then just keeps on <laughs> with her. You know what I mean? And I'm like, check yeah, your I'm privilege, mom. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that sort of that understanding, the, the critical thinking that goes into it, that's something I, I made an effort to right. teach myself. Would you would you say that our generation now really pursues to empathize more than um the older generation? Um, I think yes, just because mental health is more of a conversation. And right. I feel like Gen right. Z is sort of the generation that's empathi- uh, empathi- uh, emphasizing, empathizing, emphasizing, emphasizing, like, um, empathy. sort of uh, boundaries and self care and sort of standing up for yourself. They're, they're yeah. like more educated on like you know laws that or rules societal rules that people tend to forget like maybe you shouldn't hit on teenagers if you're a grown adult like that's really predatory or like yeah um obvious acts of sexism between different genders and you know like they're they're very much like i'll stand up to you and make you check yourself kind of thing which i feel like a lot of people have put this perception of Gen Z where like, oh, they're lazy, don't really know how to work, but they just sort of value other things. And I understand that the generation before that, maybe like millennials or baby boomers, it was more about like, yeah, hard work and earning your place and things like that. But, you know, the world changes and generation will change with it. And right now what society needs is more emphasis on mental health and self-care and boundaries and not being taken advantage of in the workplace or in your life. And that's what this generation of younger kids is reflecting. You're a millennial. I follow a lot of, I'm a millennial. Yeah. I'm 96. So just at the cutoff. Yeah. At the cusp. Yeah. But yeah, like I follow this like mom on TikTok and she teaches her kids like Montessori or gentle parenting. And that's, and she, the little kids like this little three-year-old boy like his little brother was like hitting with him with a stick and he's like please don't hit me with a stick it's my body and i don't like that where will you fuck sorry <laughs> where will you hear even an adult say that like a lot of times growing up like people would hit you on the head or just like smack you around and you're like excuse me i don't like that you you would never freaking say that you would just kind of take it Right. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. making people more aware of boundaries and respect of other individuals, which yeah. I feel like makes empathy more of a conversation. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I think it's because also our uh, in our generation. I mean, for you and I, we talked about this in the last episode. We were on the we had millennials had the uh, had the best of both worlds. Cue Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana. Uh, <laughs> we we had we lived a life where there was no internet, and then suddenly there was. So we yeah. saw but we saw both worlds, right? And yeah. I think for us and you know the generations coming after us the world is a lot smaller it's a lot smaller than our parents uh, world because of the mm-hmm. internet because we are so aware we're so aware of what's happening in the middle east we're so aware of what's happening in the US even though we live on the uh, on the other side of the world and uh yeah. I just think that yeah because of the you mentioned like the time and uh the different time that you know they were living in yeah because for them it was like really just like where they are that's it yeah um that's very interesting perspective yeah that's really great yeah yeah Yeah, i never really considered like yeah the internet made you more aware of other parts of the world other cultures how other people are living yeah and they they some other parts of the countries might have better like mental health or boundaries whereas others have a complete lack of that and it's about like adopting what would be helpful to you and educating others and trying to fight for the rights of other people who probably don't get that privilege yeah and i think and i and that's why i think also it's not necessarily their fault as well like for example our 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 Mm. parents when they have like that sort of like you know judgy comment or 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 whatever i don't think it's necessarily like just therefore i think it's just ignorance maybe um yeah because yeah i don't ever blame them it's just right what is your most important value and how does it relate to empathy i think i I did mention this before and it is fear god um you know uh fear him reverently um for that is the beginning of all wisdom and how does that relate to empathy because the bible does say that um when someone came up to Jesus and asked, um, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus goes, uh, it's, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, These are both of equal importance. So it's interesting that he would equate loving God as important as loving others. Like, the the same amount that you love God, like if you love God like a lot, like you could be like the best Christian in the best Christian in the world, quote unquote, go to church, do all this, you know, you could you could do all that, but you also need to love others uh, as much as that. Like it's it's um it, it's a, oh it's equally important. I'm not saying you put God above other people, but you know, yeah, they're both important, and so. So yeah, um, if you're gonna love other people, you know how in the world are you also uh, how in the world are you gonna love them without trying to understand like at least where they're coming from? And I think um, there was a there's a preacher called Rick Warren, and then he says, um, uh, you know, you can you can love others but disagree with them, and I think that's really important 
because I think we've lost that. I think we've lost that in in our generation. A lot of people think that, hey, okay, if you love, um, you have to, uh, like, we all have to agree, we all have to have the same beliefs, the same, um, I don't know, the same stands and all that. But you can love others without necessarily uh, agreeing with them. You can be kind to others, even if you disagree with them. Uh, yeah, and I think that's something we've really lost because if uh, because now it's like if I disagree with you, I'm gonna be snarky. You're not gonna be my friend. Um, uh, yeah, we can't talk anymore. It's just it, it's it's like that, and it's not supposed to be like that. Yeah, because I do think like like you it, it requires like a level of emotional intelligence and critical thinking. Yeah, which not a lot of people care to put effort into. Yeah. I think it also. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also requires um, humility. It requires humility yeah, in, sure. um, in a person that mm-hmm. um, there are times when yeah, you're just gonna you're just gonna say yeah, I don't I don't know it all. Like I like I don't have it all figured out. Uh, you know, so you can't mm-hmm. just say that oh my way my way is better or you know this way is better. Yeah, like yeah, you you have to make uh, an effort because I think society nowadays we suffer from a lot of narcissism yes and narcissism basically means like you're never wrong you don't want to take Mm. a moment to like self-reflect humility nowhere to be found um but yeah that's growing up with the internet and social media that that tends to happen yeah yeah so and i mean and i mean i don't i don't think it's um i also don't think that it's a complete like completely zero that you don't feel that way anymore that oh wow like i i never think that i'm right i never think that i'm always right and you know there are times like for me like i i i feel i still feel that way sometimes there are times when people would say something and i'd be like why do you think that like i mean that's wrong and all that uh and then like i said i would just like judge because it's easier to judge but i think it's learning from that it's learning to identify that oh wait there i go again i'm not uh I'm not taking the time to understand. I'm not taking the time to listen. And that's what I think. Yeah, that's another thing. People don't listen anymore. Um, when you when you listen and when you listen and you're when you're talking to someone and they're talking and all you're thinking about is what you're gonna say in response to them, that's not listening. That's not listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not listening. People have lost the the patience to actually listen to other people and um if you want to empathize you need to listen wise words spoken by a wise man i try (laughs) once again uh, once again uh, uh, once again after this i'm just gonna go and eat some um cinnamon toast crunch so um (laughs) i love that's like a ritual for you Mm -hmm. um but yeah my most important value would be kindness and I think it's very obvious how empathy is connected to that I do think it's important to be kind to others and yourself yes so try to extend the empathy that you have for other people to yourself too because you know you're also imperfect and broken and flawed and I feel like I spent a lot of my life being very hard on myself. And so I'm trying to do less of that. 
And mm. I feel like it helps me be kinder to other people as well. Mm-hmm. Can I can I also okay. just say that um, DJ said that was her uh, what is it most valued value, <laughs> most important Whoa. value, um, Kindness, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and I would just want to affirm that. Well, affirm that's such a churchy word. It's a big boy word. <laughs> yeah. No, we like I, like in church we we say that a lot. No, but I do wanna I do wanna say that is true. DG is one of the kindest people you you could ever meet. Um, Aww, kindness to others, you. yeah, kindness to others, and kindness to herself too. Like like she does practice that, so she's not just blowing hot air. Not that uh, I just wanna I just wanna let people know that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Next question. What is the opposite of empathy? Maybe it's, uh, I would say maybe ignorance. Mm. Just, just very nice. Just completely, um, just not caring about what other people feel or what other people think Mm -hmm. or what other people have been through, you know? Mm -hmm. I was going to say narcissism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, here's the thing about saying apathy, which people might argue is the opposite of empathy. I mm. feel like, because apathy is just like not caring, like a complete like blank of emotions. But I feel like the opposite of love is apathy. Mm. So... Because, like, when you love someone, you care about them a lot. So the opposite of that would be apathy. And empathy is sort of relating to how someone feels. And I feel like the opposite of that would be, like you said, um, ignorance or narcissism. Mm. There's definitely there's then, definitely ignorance and narcissism. Yeah. I don't know if there's, like, a word for it. Maybe we just don't know it. That's, like, a combination of ignorance and narcissism. If you know what the word is, drop a message. That I would, would be say great that, to know. I would say that if you're narcissistic, you're also ignorant. Because you're so full of yourself. You're, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So, you everything else is a blur. Whatever other people think. Whatever, so, you're automatically ignorant when you're a narcissist. I would say that. If we feel with other people, which is what empathy or empathizing is, is it possible for us as people to become swamped by their feelings, especially if they are experiencing negative states? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and I mean, in, I mean, in church, uh, this is what uh, this is what ministry is uh, is all about. And as someone who has been in church for a long time, and I've also had the privilege and the honor of, you know, leading other people, teaching other people. Uh, you know, we call in in church we call it discipling, and there are times when yeah, you as the one who is discipling them, you would have to listen to, you know, what they're going through and all that. But yeah, there are times when you're going to be, uh, when you can't be affected, which is why you have to put your guard up. You have to be ready. And um, I do think that, per- I do think that prayer really does help. Like 
really like whenever you're going to talk to a person who is who you know is going through some stuff and all that and then so you you actually pray and ask like the lord to cover you uh because it it's so easy it's so easy to have you know those emotions just pass on to you and then suddenly you realize okay i don't know why i'm angry i don't know why i'm feeling depressed for absolutely no reason and then you suddenly you know you you think back and you're like oh wait i talked to this person i you know they shared something with me it's kind of like you know you, you know how um you know how sometimes you you know you're you're just talking with someone and then they're saying something like uh, they're, they're telling an outrageous story and then you say wow i really feel angry for you like you know you you feel outraged too at the same time like you feel happy for them you know you you feel that happiness so it's that easy so yeah and we so we need to be careful and i also think that sometimes um yeah we got to be wise on how we you know when when a friend says i i want to maybe i want to rant or i want to do that i think also there are times when if you feel that you're not in the right state of mind or emotion or the right emotional state that you will not refuse but maybe you could say hey um i i i want to be there for you i'm just like you could say just i'm just not you know i'm not in the state right now to be able to like listen to you because i'm also like full or whatever or i'm also going through myself but can maybe you know can we talk tomorrow or something like that i do think that also that maybe sometimes there is a bit of um in in christian in in christianity in the church we call it dying to self and it's that it's that um it's that moment when you you know you're also full you know you're emotionally drained but then you have someone and then you you have someone like calling you up wanting to talk wanting to maybe rant or they're really going through something and then you really feel that okay i really need to be there for this person and then that's really where you have to ask for the lord's covering and for his grace really because you're so out you're you're so um depleted and i and i've had this before where i really have nothing else to give and that's when i really ask god please help me because i i i i am out like if it was just me i would say like yeah i i can't right now but i but this person really needs someone to talk to right now very nicely said yeah um i agree with what you said and i like what you said about you know sometimes you might be full up where you you have so much emotional baggage or emotional stress going on which which is why i think it's a good practice like especially if you're going to rant or vent to someone be like oh can i vent to you and like um do you right. have like the like emotional space to to hold this for me because like you do like people need to also be aware like as when you do want to vent uh like have an understanding that it is a lot to carry especially if you yeah. have very like empathetic yeah. friends so like to, to ask them as well it's or um and like if you're gonna what was i saying like if you're <laughs> the one who's gonna vent ask if they have the emotional yeah. space for it and then yeah so it's like you know you're not disres not this like you know crossing a boundary 
as well. Right. Like, you know, friends aren't therapists. You sh- it's not, don't do that. <laughs> if you have friends where you think you just have friends to like vent yeah. on them, that's not why you have friends. So like be respectful of their, you know, emotional space. Right. Like, you know, ask. I think, um, honestly, for me, that is a standing. If you're my friend, it's already like, uh, you can assume you can you can bend to me, and that's fine, mm-hmm. and that's fine with me. But that's me, so that is a good mm-hmm. um, that is a good um, practice where you you could ask like, yeah, can I can I bend to you? And it's interesting that we also use sometimes like we dump we dump it. Or can I dump this here? Like you know, it's dump. You know, you don't just yeah, dump on other people. Yeah. So you don't just dump it on other people. So yeah, ask. That uh, that is good. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, yeah, for me and my friendships, like for me and DG or any other friend that I had that hey, you want to vent, like, yeah, come on. That's mm-hmm. fine. Huh? Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. I do like, you know, keeping an open line so people can come to me and talk about problems as well. But I I do like to at least make it a practice for myself and hopefully that mirrors in my relationships to, to like ask just at least because it's oh yeah something yeah, I'm yeah. practicing where I'm trying to be more mindful of boundaries and be more respectful of other people because I just I think it's a good practice because if you keep practicing it becomes normal and people it don't definitely think it's weird. Is, yeah. be like do you have the emotional space for me it's like it's not as weird to say anymore it's not like yeah, yeah. really gooey I don't know um yeah. but yeah it's completely possible to be swamped by people's feelings i feel like before i used to hang out with a lot of negative people and it made me very negative and i realized since i've stopped spending time with them i feel much better <laughs> it was just yeah there was like a lot of there's an extreme lack of boundaries with people from my past it was just like mm. the kind of person i was as well so it was reflective reflected in the people i hung out with oh yeah 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 it um and that's why that's why um yeah uh emotions are easily like passed around it's um you know joy is contagious so is depression so is anger Mm -hmm. it's it's um it's uh it's easily passed around so that's why we also have to be aware and uh have our have our guard up yeah. And, you know, to show up, to help show up for other people better, I, I do implement a lot of self-care because I realize once I, you know, take care of myself, I have more to give to other people. So, like, it seems silly, but to me, it, it really does help me um, interact better with other people. Like, I meditate and I journal and then I work out because like that that releases stress or what's going on in my mind so I can hold space for other people and have Mm. interactions that are more present because I'm not thinking about all of these things, these problems that I may be having or things I've gone through that I haven't really processed. So, you know, journal it out, meditate on Mm. it and work out if you feel angry or something, then, you know, you feel more calm and at ease. And then when people come to you with, probably things that might be a bit distressing you can come at it from a very um what's the word i'm looking for like serene sort of patient yeah place yeah 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 um on my part um the promise that 
the promise that Jesus makes of um, come to me, all you are weary and I will give you rest. I think that's one of the, that's one of the best things for, for someone um, who's also listening to other people um, like go through stuff, especially if like you're in church and you're in ministry and you're also helping you're, you're also like the, that discipling someone and you're helping them through it because yeah, you've got, uh, we, we've got our own, <laughs> we've got our own problems and our own issues, you know? And so I think we talked about that before. Like I only have like uh, the emotional capacity for one person. I think I joked, I joked about that, like um, yeah. in the past, right? So, um, but yeah, so taking on like the emotional baggage of someone else, like, but that, but that's the thing for, but for me, because of that, because of that promise, because of that knowledge that I can lay it um uh, well to use the term that we i could dump it all at the foot of the cross or uh, uh or dump it all on on the lord um that's such a relief because i can't because i really say oh well i don't have i don't have to carry it by myself and i don't have to do this by my uh by myself because really um yeah when when it's just limited to um my own strength or my own capability i don't have the capability at all like i have zero like i'm not i'm not kidding when i say i don't have i i i have the emotional capacity only for myself like hey um it's hard it's it's difficult to have the emotional capacity for you know for for other people but uh but yeah by the grace of god all by the grace of god um you're able to do that for others thank you all so much for joining us um and yeah uh be kind to one another guys kindness is in low supply well not really i don't think so i don't think kindness is in low supply but um just be kind you know and if there is uh there is a person who isn't kind to you um empathize Empathize. yeah exactly (laughs) empathize uh once again hey if you guys have any questions or any comments um anything that uh, maybe you disagree with and you really want to tell us off hey there's a link in the uh, episode description if you're on spotify it's there and if you're listening on anchor um it's in the main page if you're listening anywhere else uh i I really don't know where it is but it should be somewhere (laughs) but anyways thanks everyone uh, we'll see you all uh, next week um, and uh, hope you all have a great week ahead. Say bye, DG. Bye.